Okay. Good afternoon, Lake Norman. Good afternoon, it's Tuesday. So that Tuesday afternoon means it's time to know the scene here. Uh, find out what's going on around the Lake Norman scene, around these great towns that make up this uh, this wonderful community. What's going on around here? What kind of things can you can you do? What's What can you listen to? Uh, what kind of food would should you be checking out? Uh, what can you be doing with your friends? That's what Know the Scene is all about. I'm Justin Dion, your host. Uh, happy to be here for another another week and another fantastic show. Uh, we do have a special guest today, uh, Mike Ferris. Uh, but before we jump in with Mike, just give you all some quick updates about just everything that's happening. You know, we are... What what it's almost gosh it's almost the middle of November already, it's wild. I mean, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's the fifteenth, right? So we're already halfway through November, and apparently that means like we're already into Christmas. <laughs> I'm just and that's okay. Hey, look, I want you all to know, I do not. There is no judgment here. All right, like this is a judgment free zone here on Know the Scene. All right, you do you. All right, if you're one of those people who likes to get into that Christmas spirit on November first. That's cool. You do you. If you're one of those people who waits until, like, ap- you know, it is like a thing that you will not do any Christmas decorating or decking the halls or singing about the Grinch or anything until after Thanksgiving, good for you too. Whatever makes you happy, guys. Life is too short. Life is too short. So whatever's going to make you happy in that, you, you do you and you have your joy where you can get it. So we're moving into that holiday season. Uh, but the reason I'm saying that also is because we're coming up on a lot of holiday-oriented events you may have seen already, right? So um, the town of Cornelius is working on their Light Up Cornelius uh, event and festival is coming up at the end of November. We've got that North Mecklenburg Christmas Parade coming uh, at the very beginning of December, which is, you know, I'm saying all this because it's like two weeks away. Like that's, I mean, it'll like, it'll be here before you know it. Right. Uh, we have a, uh, we do have some wonderful Thanksgiving events coming up too. You know, we're going to have that Thanksgiving day parade, uh, that happens down in Charlotte, uh, down there. Make sure you, uh, you know, consider checking that out. Um, there's a wonderful, uh, multi church, uh, Thanksgiving like service happening this Sunday at Kane center. Uh, you can learn more about that. Check that out. Um, and lots of great things happening. So, you know, make sure you're visiting your, you know, you're, you're paying attention to things like the wonderful WSIC station and going to their event calendar there. Uh, make sure you're visiting your other uh, publications and things, your websites, all the things that happen to know what's going on. Uh, Kane Center for the Arts, uh, we have a great show coming up this weekend. We've got, as always, we've got, we've got just wonderful, wonderful things Um going on and and happening at the center uh we do have coming up this weekend we're gonna dip into some some rock and roll and some blues this weekend with mike ferris and the fortunate few and mike is with us today welcome mike to the show hey thanks for having me guys yes sir really excited to have you here on the show today uh mike so so are you you are so you're zooming in with us. Uh, if you guys are online watching, unfortunately, um, we, we've had a malfunction uh, with Mike's camera, so you can't see him. You just have to look at my ugly mug this afternoon. But uh, for now, unless something something happens, but we can. But Mike is with us. Mike, where are you coming to us from? 
I'm at home here in Nashville. That's what I was. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. You said, you know, Nashville. We've you're like the the fourth, maybe the the third or fourth guest we've had zoom in from Nashville. So um, um, we're starting to have a theme. We're starting to find a theme here. Well, majority majority of uh, musicians are in Nashville now, so uh, that makes that totally track. So yes, sir. And you've been there a long time, correct? I'm born and raised just south of here, so right. I'm, I'm a native. Yes, sir. The Tennessean. Oh yeah, very proud of it. That's great. That's great. So, so why don't if 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 you can help us, um, help us, help us. We always like to start with just asking our guests to kind of help help set the stage, if you will, for our listeners. Tell us, tell us about uh, yourself and and you know where you are from in that in that Tennessee, Southern Tennessee area, uh, and and you know what's your story. Well, um, the abbreviated version of it is uh, uh, I'm a lifelong musician. I've been doing this my whole life. Uh, was lucky enough to to uh, be signed at a very young age, and uh, and and my career took off. Uh, started when I was 22, mm-hmm. and um, and so. It's all I've known, and uh, 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 so I've I've been through uh, all the ups and downs of the music industry over the years, um, and uh, and uh, all the way to the pinnacle in some ways, uh, which uh, uh, a few years ago um, my journey led me to Los Angeles, California, and uh, where I won a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, won a, I've got an Americana award, uh, and a dub award. Um, and, um, and, uh, for better or worse, this is what I do. That's amazing. And, and we're glad that you, we are glad that you do it. Mike, if, if you all are not familiar and you should be, because Mike has been to this, Mike's been to the Lake Norman area before in Charlotte before many times, by the way. Um, so if you're not already familiar with Mike, he is fantastic at what he does. Uh, Mike, can you, let's, you know, I always like to kind of go back even to like the very beginning. When would it, when would you say it was that you first had that, that experience with, music that was the you know that that light bulb that went off for you uh like which light bulb you are you (laughs) (laughs) sure sure i'm with that as long as it's uh not what is it uh justin justin gazeppa's the owner here is uh has a is 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 against the new the new light bulbs um the, yes, but uh, the, I'm very against those bulbs too. Oh, oh man! All right, well, you and he should get together. He had a whole rant like a month ago um, <laughs> about about the discontinuing the news that they were going to discontinue making, I guess, traditional light bulbs. It's awful. <laughs> the the, the technology is catching up, though. It's getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Man, because Epis should be, is he going to call in? Is he going to call in, Bill? Um, so I guess what, from the very beginning, so at some point, you know, did you, did you have a, you know, an instance when you were younger that, that you know, when you, when you really thought that music was, it really appealed to you, right? It really grabbed you. Well, um, at, at my earliest, earliest memories, earliest memories um 
music was was a part of of my life in a in a very profound way. Um, it was a it was it it was everything for me at a very very early age, um, because you you know you find for multitude of reasons, but you know you 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 find uh, you find a friend in music, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, it can be comforting, it can be joyful, um, it can be uplifting, and uh, it can it can um, feed into your. Uh, uh, the angst of your youth and, and all those things. But, um, um, that was, that was, uh, that happened at a very, very young age. Uh, um, and then there were musical people in my family. Uh, there was a, a gospel group called the Sims family on my grandmother's side, on my dad's side of the family. That was the first live experience I, I ever had. And all right. It was absolutely mesmerizing. All right, Mike, let me, sorry, we're going to have to go to break real quick. Sorry to interrupt. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back to talk more about that, about those uh, mesmerizing experiences you had right back after the break. Okay. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Know the Scene here on Tuesday, November the 14th. November the 14th. Uh, Excited to have you all listening. Thank you so much for listening. By the way, if you are listening to this and would like to listen to past episodes um, or would like to make sure you know about future episodes, you can be sure to go on to whatever uh, program it is that you listen to for your podcasts. I like to use the Apple Podcasts. It's just convenient for me with my phone that I have. But if you go to there, you can search in the search bar uh, WSIC Know the Scene, and you will find our uh, the podcast uh, version of this show. So enjoy the show without the commercial breaks. Not that we don't love our advertisers. We appreciate everything they do uh, to make the shows happen. Uh, that being said, you can listen to podcasts of past episodes, and anytime uh, we do an episode, you will automatically get like a notification or a ding you know, on your phone that says, hey, new Know the Scene has arrived. So, so really, I uh, hope that you will consider subscribing to the to the show, and you can make sure to keep up with all the great uh, things that are happening here in the Lake Norman scene. So today, again, we are joined by uh, Grammy Award winning uh, Mike Ferris, who is coming this weekend to Kane Center for the Arts on Saturday night. Saturday night, you can see him here at the Kane Center. Um, he will. Uh, you you can get tickets at KaneArts.com. O-R-G. Again, KaneArts.org for Mike Ferris and The Fortunate Few. We're going to talk about that Fortunate Few piece as well during the show. But we had just kind of got started with Mike uh, at uh, before we had to break about you know his experience when he was younger and how he was really introduced to, to music. So Mike, can we pick up where we left off there and you continue to tell us, tell us more about your introduction into music? Yeah, uh, I was just talking about how uh, we had uh, growing up uh, uh, several uh, people in my on my dad's side who were musicians and that you know just leisure you know musicians and uh, but there was a, a gospel group on on uh, my dad's side of the family called the Sims family and that was that was really the first um, um, uh, live show I, I'd ever seen and it was it was great man they were kind of a bluegrass kind of based uh, outfit. 
and uh, family harmonies and stuff. And it was it was it was great, man. And um, and they've continued to be music lovers and and, and players. And um, and uh, and then of course my dad was was a uh, was a huge uh, he he loved music. He was he was uh, he was actually a really good singer himself. And uh, he he. Um, <clears throat> He, we didn't have money, but, uh, but what little, you know, so we didn't have a great record collection, uh, but it was mighty. It was, uh, he had five records total and, uh, it was, uh, two Jimmy Rogers records, a Hank Williams record, a, uh, Tennessee Ernie Ford record and a Johnny Cash. Did I say Johnny Cash? Oh, wow. Yeah. And, yeah. And that. That was it, and uh, but music was really sacred when I was growing up. I mean, we didn't we music really wasn't played in the house except for the weekends. Oh, interesting. Music, well, just everybody was, you know, they were busy, you know, they were wore out from trying to trying to put bread on the table, you right. know, and and, um, and it just uh, it was it was more of a sacred thing. Music was in uh, in general was more of a sacred thing. It wasn't ubiquitous like it is now, like everywhere you go, it's music. And, and even to where the point where music, the way music is, is mixed and produced now, it's real, it's more offensive actually. It's like really your face. Whereas you put on an old record and there's nothing offensive about it. It's real soothing. And even, even rock and roll, you know, you can listen to a, uh, Pink Floyd record and 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 the and the, the 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 meters just float, you know. Whereas now you put on a record and and all the meters get pegged out to the top, no matter what you're listening to. It's it's not nearly as 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 uh, comfortable as it used to be. It's it's really interesting that that's that, that that's the way it is. But um, but music was it, it it wasn't a constant thing around us back then. And so when you did hear it, it was really special. You know, um, uh, I, I remember riding to school was was a big deal for me because um, the uh, the radio station that was that would my, our our bus driver would play was a local radio station WCDT in Winchester, Tennessee, and that station would would, would play Motown and Stax and country and rock and just everything, and. Um, and man, that was that was the window to the world for me as a kid. It was huh. it was it was truly magical. So I I, look, I always look forward to riding the buses to school, uh, to 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 be able to view that magical window. You know, so um, those those were the early uh, musical imprints on my life. Um, wow! Especially the Jimmy Rogers, the Jimmy Rogers records were were the biggest ones. That that those were the ones that. That really, really, I didn't realize that until the PBS special on country music came out a few years ago. And, um, and it took me back to those, those times growing up with not much, much means, you know, and, uh, but we had those records and, and my dad would play them on, on like Saturday or Sunday. And, and it was just a beautiful time in that living room, you know. Yeah, I was think so you so you and you, this was in Winchester, Tennessee, right? Yeah. So, so it's, which is a very, I mean, really small, small town, right? In the it's it, and it's kind of in the mountains. 
Um, it's it's in the it's in the it's just at Herb. the foot of the uh, the uh, the Cumberland Mountains. It's okay. the Cumberland Mountain Range, I think it is down there. Yeah. And so you and so you grew so at 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 and you you know so you so you grow up you've got your you said your dad had had five you know you had five records in your house when you're growing up. Now was that was that continuous or or was there a point when as you kind of got older and maybe into like you know. Uh, you know, high school that, that you, you know, you started getting your own records you were listening to as well? Well, um, at, at some point my brother started collecting records. He, he, he signed up to Columbia record house. And, uh, so he started, he started picking up a lot of records. So he, so then, uh, he got his own turntable in his bedroom. And so we, he was, and, and he, we would listen to the, on the main stereo and the, the living room, but, um, uh, but he would come in with, you know, rock records yeah. he'd also come in with stuff like the Isley brothers as well but um um michael jackson off the wall and stuff like that so okay. um uh we 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 were we were getting a pretty good dose of of uh well-rounded uh musical spectrum there i mean fairly decent for for who for where we were and who we were yeah it was, it was okay you know um so but, uh, so did you, so, and, and at some point, I mean, so you said your dad, you know, was a, was a singer as well. And, and, and so at, at one point, did you, you know, was there a point in there where you started having your own personal experiences with performing, uh, yourself when you were younger or did that come a little bit later? Well, my dad was just, uh, you know, he, he was just, uh, you know, he would sing as we were walking to the river to, to fish or something, you know what I mean? Um, uh, or he would he would sing along to records. He wasn't a singer per se. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but, um, but for all intents and purposes, he was a singer. You know. But uh, um, I, yeah. I mean, there were there were moments where, like, when I was in elementary school, uh, I ended up going to a little elementary school called Broadview Elementary, and it was so small that one teacher would like first and second grade was in one class third and fourth was in the next class fit, you know, and, uh, and the whole school was fed on a regular stove for kitchen stove with two old ladies who cook pinto beans and cornbread and fried taters for the whole school. And, uh, that's how, that's how small it was. But our principal, uh, would go to New York every year and go f- do Broadway shows and stuff. And he'd come back for do these, figure out what kind of show they want to do. And they were actually became known for putting on these productions. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, this little, everybody in that school was basically really poor. And, uh, so, um, so that was kind of interesting. And, um, and I, I wasn't interested in acting whatsoever. I, I, I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to sing, you know, yeah. and uh, so I got a I got a role in that. And the cool thing about that was is it took us places that that really opened up my my field of vision as far as the world and um, expanded my view, and um, which was priceless for for a, a, a kid that was so insular growing up, and um, and. And places like St. Andrews, Swanee University of the South up there, mm-hmm. going, and uh, and it was like going, you know, might as well have been on the moon. It was amazing, and uh, and but very very foreign to all of us. And uh, but uh, but it 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 helped 
I think looking back, it it uh, it was uh, hugely beneficial and um, and uh, to to my my mental state really. So you so you so do you remember what that role was in that play? Yeah, it was um, it was uh, it was Little Orphan Annie, and it was I was the I played the role of Rooster. Ah, I could kind of see that. Yeah. Now, when you're knowing your voice and everything too, like you know, I'm like I, I kind of was gonna say, "Were well, you Rooster?" Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I guess that 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 guy was a little bit of a hellion. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I remember I remember very little about the play. Sure. But um, but that was um, but that was that was really cool. It was it was really really cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Well, all right. Well, we're going we're gonna to head to another break. Uh, don't touch that dial, everybody. We're going to come right back uh, with more from Mike Ferris. And when we get back, I want to talk about the Screaming Cheetah Wheelies and how we got to there. Be right back. Know the scene. All right, we are back. We are back. Know the scene here on Tuesday, November 14th. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Justin Dion, your host here. Uh, again, we are, we are spending time today with uh, Grammy award-winning musician, wonderful performer, singer, guitar player, uh, everything, uh, Mike Ferris, his band Mike Ferris and the Fortunate Few coming this Saturday night to Kane Center for the Arts. If you don't have tickets yet, you can get them at canearts.com. Org. Um, we've been talking about 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 Mike's uh, Mike's early history, uh, being from there from from Tennessee, uh, outside of outside of Nashville, a little ways outside of Nashville, um, and uh, and and I wanted to to jump ahead a little bit, Mike, to the screaming cheetah wheelies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which was, which was, I guess, the first. W- would you, would you, would you agree that that was kind of the first big, big, big band for you in your journey? Uh, well, I mean, it was, it was, it was the first band I ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, it, every, everything just kind of. I didn't realize how quickly all the, that whole thing uh, took off, but. Um, uh, we we got the band together, and we were up and gone in a year and a half. We were wow, yeah. It was it was it was super fast. It, back then, you know, and I didn't realize until recently really how young I was. I, I was only twenty two years old, and uh, by the time I I had already written my first record and and uh, gone through uh, actually even gone through out of uh, drug addiction was trying to mm. trying to get clean and sober uh already uh before all the before that and um and really didn't really didn't have any musical aspirations I, I i never it never occurred to me that that was actually a possibility or i really didn't have a plan as a matter of fact i, I ended up um uh, people who know me know the story but I ended up uh, even in a park for for a time in Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, and just had, was just hit rock bottom and um, and didn't really have a plan for my life and 
And so I, I began praying uh, because that was I, I, I was just, I just had no other I, I was at wit's end about it. I did I knew that there was some purpose for me. I, I believe that we're we're here. We all have our own special place here. Uh, but it's up to us to find that place, you know. And so I, I set out to find that place, and uh, and I just started. I prayed. I, di- I didn't. I just had to pretend, you know, and just try to believe that there was that if there was a God, that He He surely uh, would wants me to be at peace and uh, be uh, happy and have a purpose filled uh, journey here. So. I just started praying that with every every breath, literally for uh, for the next six months to a year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how, exactly how long it was, but um, but at, I woke up one day and a song came to me, and I, I had been trying to teach myself how to play guitar, and and uh, and then these songs started pouring out. I mean, within just a couple months of teach myself how to play next thing you know i had these batch of songs and i started so i started looking for a band wow in nashville and um and um and connected with uh, our guitar player rick white and um and i was like look we uh you know do you know anybody He, he he was looking for a band and um i said you know do you if you know you know anybody else that i don't know anybody and uh, and he brought in the rest of the guys and and it was it, it took off super super fast. It was it was it was we were up and running and touring the country with a top ten top couple of top ten hits. And this is in the early nineties, right? Uh, early to mid nineties, yeah. Early to mid nineties, and you guys were based out of Nashville at the time, correct? Still, because you're you, I know you were from outside of there, and you you said you've been there almost your whole life. So this was in Nashville. Yeah. So what was that? Because because you all, I mean, you're you would, you know, we would say Screaming Cheetah Wheelies is kind of well, Southern rock, right? I think I think it's I think it's broader than that. Sure. But, um, it's. It, it it was it was based, it, I mean, it was Southern rock is something that happened in a period and it, sure. and it never happened again. I, I, you know, for me, okay, um, it that defines a period to me. Uh, we I don't see us as being. I think we were just kind of rock, just rock rock, okay, some sort, you know, and um, and we just happened to all be from the south, so. What was that like in the Nashville scene at the time? I mean, I mean, I know Nashville is a town of all kinds of music, right? I mean, that that's you know, it's not just country music. I mean, people think of Nashville as home of country music, and it is obviously, but it also just is filled with wonderful musicians. So, you know, when you guys were were putting the band together in Nashville as a rock band, did that present any challenges against you know the 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 Nashville country vibe? No, not at all. Uh, back then, I mean, Nashville has completely transformed uh, in recently. So it, it's not it's not what it used to be. Back then, there were other types of music around Nashville. Nashville's always been the home of the home of black gospel music. Nobody's ever uh, talked about that. You know, country music's uh, uh, overshadowed everything. But for generations. Black gospel has been based out of Nashville. Uh-huh. Um, 
there was a beautiful rock scene uh, back in the day that was it was wonderful, man, and um, and lots of rock clubs around town, and everybody had their bands that they supported and everything, and and it it was it was great, you know. Not unfortunately, people don't really have that. Nashville doesn't have that local music scene vibe anymore. It's it it's it seems like it's um, it's it's not going away. Interesting. Know, so. Yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. Uh, but um, but we were fortunate, and you know, we it 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 blew up really, really fast. Like I said, it went from you know having three, four people in in the club to you know packed out into the streets. You know, people, a couple of hundred people out in the on the sidewalk trying to watch us and hear us. That's amazing. Yeah. So what was that? So and and if I'm understanding right in your story, like you. And we may be missing something, so I know we, we kind of jumped. But so literally, you're, you're, you know, you, in, in your words, you hit rock bottom, you know, you're, you're praying for peace, you're, you're taking time, and you just, at that point, event, well, you get to just writing, starting to write songs and teaching yourself guitar, and then you, you know, meet the, meet the other guys in the band, and, and you go. So you had never had any, like, up up until that point, had you been in any, you know, like, garage bands in high school or anything like that as well? Or or, or did just this literally just, j- this was just a journey? I never had what you would call a band. I, I played, I tried, you know, I, I went to some guys' rehearsals over here and tried to do, you know, like, you know, just kind of dabbling in it, really, but never had any real commitment to anything, really, I there was a band in Knoxville that um, I did, uh, you know, some stuff with messing around, but there was nothing really, there was nothing, you know, it it was just, it was, it meant nothing. Wow. That's amazing. You know, and it was, it was, it was never, I don't know. I just never, never saw it as being like something that I would do or anything. Wow. Um, well, and it, you, yeah. Sorry, you and you have. I mean, so folks, and and we'll. Mike has, a, other than being just you know great guitar player musician, you're obviously. I mean, Mike's voice is phenomenal. Like your voice is phenomenal, and it is so individual as well, and filled with power. And it is, and hearing your story here, it is like I am still somehow. I'm like I must be missing something. Like I must be missing something. Like how you just you know, ended up with this, I mean, just this powerful, beautiful voice. Well, it, it well, I mean, it was, it was, it was me. People don't know the power of prayer. Uh, the people who do know, understand it. Um, I can talk about it, but unless you've experienced it and that's what changed my life, I, I, I was desperate to find my place of purpose on this earth and uh i knew i wasn't here for just happenstance and so i started praying that prayer show me where i'm supposed to be and i prayed that prayer literally with every breath i took for for six months to a year so the power of prayer is 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 not to be underestimated wow wow so so you're I mean, so, so you, you would say that 
literally the your your wonderful beautiful voices is was was god's gift that he gave you he totally revealed it to me one uh, one morning i woke up and there it, it a, a song was wow fully written and so that's how it began that's amazing what a story what a story all right well we're gonna we're gonna take one more break and we're gonna come back um after the break with our last uh segment here with mike ferris don't go anywhere come back guys this is a great story know the scene after the break We are back, everybody. We are back. Happy Tuesday. Know the scene. Continuing along today with, with Mike Ferris. He's performing this weekend at Kane Center for the Arts. Mike Ferris and the Fortunate Few. Um, we've had a great conversation so far. Talked to him about some of Mike's early, early history. You know, just spent some time um, just last segment discussing with Mike about his first band he was in. But we'd really like to, to, to transition now in this short time that we have left. Gosh, the show. I feel like I keep I say this a lot. Bill, but I feel like we should just turn the show into a real podcast one day because it's so hard to to talk about everything in this short time. But um, but you know, Mike, Mike, we were talking during the break, and and Mike's and and while Mike, you know, enjoyed being with his band and some great things with with the Wheelies, you know, Mike's solo career has really been fantastic and really been where his big things are, and that's where you know his, his American Music Award, the Dove Award, and his Grammy Award for Best Roots Gospel Album um, have happened. Mike, can you t- tell us? It's all you. Tell us. Tell us about how you how you went solo and and your journey that you've had uh, through there to now. Uh, well, we we disbanded the the, the Wheelies uh, around, I guess around for all intents and purposes, probably around two thousand, but. Uh, I think officially like 2004, but um, but by that time I had I had um, I had uh, fallen in I, I'd gotten real bad off in uh, my drug addiction and uh, and moved back home. We were living in New York and came back home and and uh, and began my journey uh, through sobriety and. Um, and I just took two years off, and I didn't plan on taking two years off. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to be in music anymore, and um, it was it was a dangerous place for people like me, and um, and I, I really didn't want to go back. And and um, and eventually, it looked like the the doors were going to open back up for that, and um, and I ended up doing a record. Um, called salvation and lights and and it and and uh, out of nowhere it, it became this huge critical success and um uh it was being named album of the year by the san francisco chronicle and the philadelphia uh paper and uh new york times and freaking uh itunes named it top 10 album of the year and um and uh, it, it was really, really crazy. And so we, we took it, it, it took off for us and uh, won an Americana Award. And uh, and it was all really just based on me uh, doing uh, old stuff. It was based on uh, old black spiritual music, and uh, which my manager, Rose McGathy, who we lost in 2007, she's the one who suggested it. You know, she was 
I was, she wanted me to just do, you know, what make a record that that I wanted to make. And at that point, I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know what why I had even gotten into music anymore. And I was so lost and uh, disenchanted with it. And so um, she was like, "Just do that the songs that you play around the house." So I I did that, and it, and lo and behold, it 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 became great critical success and then uh and then we moved on and did uh, a live record after that which won a double award um um uh, and and then we the, the, it just uh th- then then and by the time we did Sh- shine for all the people in the middle of that one i had realized that i was uh i was not sober and in fact i was um i had um I'd been using, but I, I'd been using, I, I had back surgery and, and ended up um, uh, addicted to uh, opiates mm. and, um, and have been, been on them for years. And, um, but in my mind, I was, you know, I, it was legit and I was still working and I was still doing, you know, uh, being a responsible adult. And, um, and, uh, and but in fact I, I was I was I was back in the throes of of, uh, of drug addiction again, mm. and uh, so in the middle of shine, shine for all the people uh, uh, coming out of that uh, that experience along with my losing my dad really shaped that record and and uh, informed me on what songs uh, uh, that were moving me at the time became part of that record and um, and 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 it took me. Like I said earlier, it took me to Los Angeles to uh, where we won a Grammy with it, it which was, uh, you know, in 2007, when I did Salvation and Lights, the first record, it, I, I made, I had conditions when it looked like I was going to get back in music. I had a list of conditions for, for God, and. Uh, and these were the conditions that that had to be met in order for me to get back into into music. And um, you know, if you want to make God laugh, they say, you know, tell him what your plans are, and and that that. And so I'm sure he he was laughing at me because he everything on that list. I, it was a literal list that I had. I checked off every single thing, and. Um, uh, and a lot of that stuff had to do with, you know, I wanted to just, I wanted to, to be in an environment where I, I didn't feel like I was vulnerable to using anymore. Hmm. And that was a big, big part of it, you know, and, but everything, everything on that list got, got checked off, but even when, but he went further and, um, and added a few things like the Americano award. The critical success that we'd never had before, um, the uh, the double award, uh, and then of course the Grammy, and then going to you know we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we've performed you know we performed in front of uh, uh, Aretha the night that they honored Aretha at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and and uh, they asked me to come and sing one of her songs for mm. her, and. Um, um, uh, it's just, it's been an incredible journey of, you know, the, one of the terms that, that I like is out of the wreck I rise and, 
and uh, and that that kind of sums it up. You know, I, wow. I was I was people had written me off. You know, and I'd written myself off, and to 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 have all this happen um, has been uh, just. It's been it's been an amazing amazing journey that uh, that I never would have dreamed. Wow, well I'm 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 really grateful for you sharing sharing all that with everybody you know and and the audience here. I think it's it's wonderful to to hear all that and and to hear your journey like you said you know and and I think it's also you know the story as you mentioned coming out of things like I mean you know having a couple you know having some times where you where you you know went back and 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 were able to but you know stopped yourself and 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 moved forward and and changed things where you needed to change them i think that's that's amazing um so as we're looking into into this weekend um tell us about mike ferris and the fortunate few well um you know my I, I went through a phase you know where i had my band was the roseland rhythm review and it was a big uh new orleans uh, spiritual kind of uh, band, big horns and singers and and all that. And then um, after we won the Grammy, it just felt like a good time to pivot out of that. So uh, so uh, I, 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 I came up, uh, put a new band together, the Fortunate Few, and it's a more lean and mean kind of kind of outfit. And uh, and and now we're the journey's on a whole new thing of music it, it it's still spiritual to it i mean everything i do is, is going to be spiritual but uh, but it, you know it also has you know moments where i'm singing songs about my my wife uh and uh she's become a great muse for me so um and um and yeah it's just it's getting back more to the blues and the rock and and that kind of thing all right, so it is going to be because I know some. So some you've performed here uh, in the Lake Norman area before, um, at I want to say Lake Forest uh, Church here. Yeah, and I think you did a more acoustic kind of solo show then, or yeah, I think one time we had the we actually brought the band there actually. Oh, the full band too. Okay. Yeah, but we play the neighborhood theater. Uh, yeah, I, I really like playing the the evening muse when I'm doing acoustic stuff. Yeah. It's uh, I, I just love the room. Yeah, the the muse is a great spot for especially like solo acoustic, right? Because it's just so small and intimate and living room feel. Um, well, we're gonna be we're excited to have you have you at, at the Kane Center um, with the group as as well. I think you'll get you know I mean we're we're a smaller space. I mean we're four hundred seats, uh, but it's but it stays very intimate and we it still gives you that for four hundred seats it still gives you that living room feel. You know, yeah. and and it's great because our audiences know that when they come and see ours at the Kane Center, you're gonna they're gonna really get to uh, enjoy you, you know, and enjoy your music and your stories uh, that you have, or if you feel so, you know, however you want, however you do with your show, you know, if you tell tell stories, you know, people love that, you know, it's almost like it's almost like you can go that old VH1 storytellers type show. Yeah, I love it. You know. Um, so awesome. Well, everybody, Mike Ferris, uh, thank you so much for your time today, Mike. Uh, we've really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you for sharing your, your journey, uh, and your story. 
And we cannot wait to welcome you to uh, to Lake Norman this week and welcome you back. Welcome you back to Lake Norman this weekend. Kane Center for the Arts this Saturday night again. Mike Ferris and the Fortunate Few. Get those tickets at canearts.org. Mike, thank you so much, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you all so much for having me. All right. Have a great day. And everybody, we'll talk to you next week. Know the scene.